Relaxed Podcast, a place for adventurers and friends. You join us as we delve deeper into the fall of Plaguestone and Pathfinder 2nd Edition. A recap of Session 11. The secret bramble door opens into an area where there's some baddies. A couple orcs are waiting and they release strange creatures. All in all, the baddies get straight wrecked. We investigate the caves and the pens in the orc area. We find a fire kitty which is equal parts awesome and sad. We put it out of its misery. Who knows how many plot hooks we just missed. We continue into another cave where we find some orc alchemists. Alchemical materials go flying absolutely everywhere. The orcs are defeated. So you guys just got done taking care of the two orc alchemists that were working in this laboratory. There is a huge mess now. Cauldron is tipped over. The One of the tables is turned over. There's, there's shards of glass, now chemical reagents all over the floor. It was loud in here for a little bit. Really Watch loud. your step. Don't, don't step any, into any bottle lightning or anything. Well, I would like to search this room for particularly what I'm looking for is like paperwork that might explain something, but also loot. Yeah, definitely notes. Loot, obviously. I'll look for loot. I get a 23 perception check. I get a 24. Suck it. (laughs) You win. (laughs) I get a 25. Both of you suck it. (laughs) No way! Spencer, you gotta roll it now. What I won't do is good. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Alright, a couple of things here. If, if there were any gear on these tables that could have been valuable, they're mostly all over the floor now. You don't really think you could salvage anything of value from the alchemical items that are here. However, among the gear that the orc alchemists have, they each have one of those strange-looking orc knuckle daggers. But they're also each carrying a handful of unknown alchemical items on them. Crafting checks to uh, identify them? I do not trust these orcs alchemical items whatsoever. Um, I don't don't know. They seem to work pretty well on us. (laughs) There are four lesser acid flasks, three lesser alchemists fire, four lesser, sorry, two Two lesser alchemist fire, because they each threw one at you. Four bottled lightnings, the lesser bottled lightnings, and four minor elixirs of life. Man, I vote we sell all this shit. Each one of those is worth three gold. Yeah, we don't have much of a use for it. It's 14 of them, three gold apiece. Well, I guess we can hold on to the elixirs of life. So 10 of them at three gold apiece, it's 30 gold. Hell yeah. yeah. That would buy them. We also have to have something that we wanted to buy. We'll go to Magnamar. Yeah, we'll we'll just take we'll just follow <laughs> we'll stick with the caravan until we get somewhere worthwhile. Again, this is all gonna be post adventure adventure. Exactly. No, that's that's just level two, we're gonna go to Magnamar. Just pay for a wizard to teleport you there. Sorry, Tyler, we're done with this place. We're moving on. We're taking these characters to level twenty. Good I've been luck. saying fuck this place since day one. Like, <laughs> yeah, really why are we here? <laughs> Why are we helping? Why why are we sticking around? Why why didn't we all just... just Varnak doesn't even know I was here anymore. Varnak just got here and already hates it, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Varnak's probably the only one that has a reason to stay here. You know, I'll give you... I I was thinking about this a little bit. If any of the listeners are interested in our party here continuing on past Plaguestone, I 
would be willing to write a homebrew for this party and record it. Nah, I want to create a different character. Yeah, <laughs> I got forced into this druid. No, Fuck Dario. I, I like this character, but I want to make something different. Rogue Never mind, listeners. Right Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, listeners. <laughs> we don't want to play it. I don't want characters. All fifty of you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, Min Max listeners. We love you, and we hope you join us on all of our adventures moving forward. Well, it looks like. Well, did we find any? I mean, we did loot, but did we find any notes, papers, information? No, no information that you could find in this room. That's lame. Really? There looks are... like there's like tons of papers on the desk here. Yeah, it kind of. Looks I realize like it's bad. a map. I realize it's a map and whatnot, but but I don't. I don't think they actually are. Well, first thing I want to do is go check out this swinging door down to the lower left here, the southwest, and yeah. I will absolutely perceive it for traps. Okay. Beware of spears. Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check. Ugh, get a ten. Does not appear to be trapped. I open the door. You open the door and it creaks loudly as it opens and you squint because you just fully expect it but you don't get stabbed by a spear yay instead you get burned by acid <laughs> <laughs> instead a fireball goes off in your face because <laughs> fuck you that's why so no nothing like that in this room here um, the door from the laboratory into this area has just a, a simple bar on that door that you had to lift up to get in here. In this room, there just seems to be scatterings of bones and refuse, uh, broken equipment, just random shit in this room of the cave. Um, I call out to my friends and ask if somebody who has more AC than me and HP wants to go in there and maybe check out what's in there. I tell them what I see, though. Well, at this point, you and I are about tied for hit points, so... Yeah, should we take uh, a little bit of time here and heal up? I think we might need to look in this place a little bit more before we like try to sit down for ten minutes. And <laughs> no, no, we'll just let you come to us. In fact, Vorn yells out, "Hello, is anybody else here?" <laughs> I mean, we basically already did that, so I guess why not? <laughs> we come in peace, and I laugh. Those orcs attacked us. <laughs> Yeah, you hear your own voice echoed back to you. I go pick up one of the orc heads and move his mouth. Hello, where are my friends? (laughs) (laughs) After Vorn the ventriloquist's moment of yelling into the cavern and getting no response, what do you all do? Thornak will go into this room with the bones and stuff and see if anything attacks him. I'll slowly follow behind. So you two creep into this room. There's no light in this room at all. Barnack has dark vision. Plum, you can't see into this room. If I need to, I'll cast light on something. I'll pick up uh, a bone off the floor and cast light on it. Sorry, Daru, the light goes off of your shield as I do that. Cast light on the end of it, make it look like a torch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There you go. As you walk into here, both of you give me a perception check. 24. 17. Varnak, you actually notice on the northern side... Of this chamber, there seems to be a secret door set into the stone. Nice. Plum, you notice that the ground in the refuse pit seems to be strewn with uh, a couple of items. You see uh, a dagger and a talisman of some kind. I'm really reticent to go dig around in the fucking 
bones pile. Hey, Born! There's some shiny things in here. You should come take a look at them. I point those things out to Vorn so he can go try and pull them out of the bone pile. I feel like bone piles don't bother Vorn. They really don't. On the floor, there's a, a talisman. It's basically it's a, a wolf canine bound uh, in a strip of leather, leather tied together, so to make like a necklace. But it looks like you could probably affix it to really anything. And there's also a dagger in here. Cool dagger. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't care about these things. To be honest, I find these things, and I'm like, cool. Eh, and I just like toss them aside and walk away. All right. I'll go pick them up as long as they're not on the bone pile, or even if they are on the bone pile, I'll go pick them up now. Wait, what? That the... the bone pile didn't animate and kill Vorn. I, I feel comfortable to go pick them up. Okay. Wait, you you thought the... what? You sent me in here thinking that was gonna happen? I didn't say that out loud. God damn. Plum it. didn't say that out loud. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry, what was the first item, the amulet-looking thing? It was, uh, it's like a, a wolf canine attached to a strip of leather. I put it on. I might actually keep that. I'm not going to toss that aside. I'm going to toss Ooh. the dagger. Vorn, do you put it on? I am going to put it on, yes. Okay. You don't know what it is? You don't know what it does? You think it might be magic? I don't know that. Pretty cool necklace. I've completely forgotten how identify works. Uh, it is a 10-minute action. Technically, you took 10 minutes after the orc fight to identify the alchemical items. I'll pick up the dagger. I'll take 10 minutes to just stare at this canine. Um, what kind of check is it? Just to examine it, try and figure out what it is. For this one... Please say nature. Yeah, I'll give it to you with nature, actually. 25. Nice. Okay. Dang. This is something called a wolf fang talisman. And basically... Just to remind you, when you identify magic, a success is, gives you a sense of what it does and learn any means of activating it. And a critical success is you learn all attributes of it. Got it. I actually think this would be a critical success, actually, with a 25. Oh, it helps you with, like, tripping people. It's a one-time use thing. It's a consumable. Yeah. You fix it to your armor. And you just trip a foe. No, the Lame. trigger is you trip a foe. And then when you activate it, you deal bludgeoning damage equal to your strength modifier to the target of your trip. So that's what that does. One lane. After 10 minutes, I still think it looks really cool. But, but I realize I'm, it's not going to help me in any way, shape, or form. And I, uh, I toss it aside. I'll pick it up. I would also like to check out the dagger while he's doing that. Do I feel the dagger is special at all? I don't know why this makes a difference, but it's a low-grade cold iron dagger. Well, I'll hold on to it at least. No reason not to. And uh, what do you say we check out this secret door? Sounds good to me. Oh, I'll check it for traps. Secret door? Yeah. I get a 20 to check it for traps. This secret door appears to have no traps. Fantastic. I step aside and let somebody else open it. Varnak will open it. You open the door and you walk into a room that seems to hold several different purposes. Um, there are... Um, barrels. They seem to be full of some alchemical reagents in here. There's a, a desk at the far north side of the room with papers that are strewn about it. And uh, there's a, a lump of straw in the corner that looks like it might be bedding for somebody. This definitely looks like a workspace slash living space for somebody. I definitely want to check out those papers and see what information I might be able to glean from them. Are you going to stealth over there? I mean, there might be something in this space that we haven't 
looked into yet? Yeah, that's a that's a smart idea. I will indeed do that. I'm gonna stealth over there and be perceptive at the same time. Do you want those both to be secret checks, or how do you want it? I want you to give me a secret stealth check. Secret no, stealth sorry. check. Yeah, yeah. And a not secret perception. Uh, secret stealth check first. Okay, done. Because you're going to get right here, just on the beyond the threshold of the door, and you see on the west side of the room there's a little alcove with another door you see an orc standing there and i'm going to share a picture with the party oh he looks very educated and sophisticated he's wearing goggles he's holding a a a flask and looking at it contemplatively he gonna drink it, it looks he's wearing like some over type of like an apron love potion so as soon as plum you kind of cross that threshold of the secret door into the room. He immediately opens this door to the west, and we're actually going to go into initiatives. Apparently you weren't very stealthy. I guess. I'm going to roll my stealth check as my initiative, though, right? Yeah, you can do that if you want. Sweet. I do want it's better. Ooh, I get a 26. That's way better. Uh, Varnak will get a 29. Nat 20 on his initiative. Nice. Eight! Born got a 20. Sorry, Daru. As soon as the orc opens the door, you all hear echoing from the space on the beyond the threshold of that doorway. Pained moans coming from that chamber. Do I feel like the orc noticed me? Yes, he definitely noticed you. Does he appear hostile? <laughs> He's not taking hostile action towards you. So if I feel like he noticed me, then it's one of those things where it's like you're trying to hide and then you realize you've been spotted. So it's just kind of awkward that you just like stand up and go, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So how's it going there? We really mean you no harm. Those other orcs, they just attacked us. We'd love to know what's going on here. Hi, I'm Plum. He looks kind of taken aback. You can't see his eyes through the the goggles that he has. Yeah. Um. But he does. He looks really. He, lo- he looks like slightly taken aback for a moment, and he goes, "What are you doing here?" Oh, we're just investigating what's going on in the woods. You know, all sorts of strange things are happening. Weird creatures and monsters and dead trees and plants and stuff. All kind of crazy. We're trying to help out the local village, really. I don't care about the village. Well, You're could intruding you help us on my work? Oh, the village is intruding on your work. Well, what's no, your work, you, sir? You are intruding on my work. Oh, well, sorry. I meant, meant no offense. I meant no offense. I'd love to know what's going on here. What you doing? Experimenting. Yeah. Well, we saw your fire pussy out there, and we uh, saw the, you know, the crazy, lashy uh, plant thingies and all of the crazy wolves with the caustication stuff, and we saw the stone horse with the great stone droppings, and we saw the freezy little rats, all sorts of things. You're really doing well. Seems the plants little... weren't mine, but thank you. Yeah. So you think you might uh, have anything to do with all of this weird blight stuff that's going on in the area? I don't really know what you're talking about. Well, haven't you look outside, friend? No, that's okay. I've well, got some important work in here. Uh, well, we're, we're trying to figure out what's going on with the blight, and would you mind helping us, maybe? Here from the back room. <laughs> Sounds like you have company. You know, I won't keep you. But <laughs> I... Company... I come bursting through the door. I just have one question. Can you make this parrot flaming? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I have work to do, and you're interrupting it. So, leave my laboratory. Okay. It sounds like you're torturing somebody back there. That doesn't sound so good. I don't know what you're talking about. Ah! Yeah. Ignore that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I guess here we go. Okay, want to go full? You want to go full into initiative now? I have. I tried. I gave it a shot. I tried. Do, Attempt do, was made. Do you mind if we go check on him? Um, check, check on that noise. No. You you don't mind? No, no, you can't. Well, that's too bad. We're going to do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Please do the Minnesotan dwarf for the rest of uh, <laughs> yes, the podcast. yes, exactly. We're going into combat now, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, I kind of yeah. thought so. Varnak is going to begin this combat. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, after he tells me, no, I can't go check on the, that noise, still move all the way up next to him, and then I will take one swing at him with my my battle axe. So 17 hit him. 17 does not hit him. And we decided that we, could, we didn't find anything about if you haven't gone in, in a turn, you're not like flat-footed or anything like that, right? We didn't. No, that we could not find anything. We could not find well, anything. No, it. I found something about it. No, because oh, what I found was a rogue feat that made it so that people who had not yet gone were flat-footed against you, which indicated to me that the normal would be they're not. Oh, okay. I seem to remember you mentioning that now. Yeah. So the seventeen will not hit. That's my three actions. Then after Varnak, it is Plum's turn. Well, all right, let's do this, I guess. Um, I don't think I have a line of sight on him from where I'm at, so I'm going to move to here. I would say you did. Would you say I had a line of sight on him from there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, then, I am simply going to cast Hydraulic Push at him from there. And again, not that I'm really trying to push him. He's in a corner, so he's not going to go anywhere. It's just my highest damage dealing spell. So spell attack roll. Oh, goodness. I think I'm going to have to action point that. I get a 14. That's not going to do it. So okay. I don't want to waste this spell. Action pointing, hero pointing, rolling again. I get an 18. To 18 hit him. does not hit. Damn. All right. Well, then for my third action, I am going to do as I did earlier and raise shield. Well, then after Plum, it is Vorn's turn. We'll be a move into the room as my first action. I use my other focus point to cast Tempest Surge on the guy. Reflex save. He gets a 19. You fucker. Uh, You do take half damage. Okay, so three damage. Does he get any of the clumsy or Because he made the save, none of the the effects go. Alright then. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Next up is your orky friend. He uses his first action to go through the door, and you do not see how he spends the rest of his actions. So does he Uh, close the door afterwards? He does close the door behind him. I'm out! Yeet! And then it... It feels weird, because it feels like I'm like standing in the middle of the doorway. (laughs) With the way the map is, I could see that. But he had the door open. Well, yeah, I mean, he'd already opened the door, so I could get into the doorway. 
And like he closes it somehow with me standing right there. So if we say the door is still open, I mean, at a minimum, at a minimum, I would have seen what was in that room when I moved up there, or at least what I could see from the doorway. I'll give you that. In the doorway, um, it's a big chamber, and you had a hard time seeing any of the details. That seemed like there were some steps, like large circular steps, that kind of made a half circle going down into the room so you couldn't really okay. see what was down there but it's a big open room it is daru's turn wherever the I, fuck your token is i'm over here i'm gonna go through this door assuming i is it closed yeah i'll open the door so you're coming in from the eastern side the yeah the eastern side which was one of the unexplored paths uh going up a set of stairs to a double door which you open hey guys I suppose you wouldn't really know what happened <laughs> yeah. you. I heard some commotion. End turn. And that's going to lead us into Varnak, then. Okay, so the door is closed. He closed it. Yeah. Uh, first action, I will interact to open it. Okay. And then I will start to move in. Okay, this one's an interesting sight. So oh, these, God. These circular stairs that descend into this large chamber... And in the middle of this large chamber, there is what can only be described as a torture rack holding this man by his ankles and by his wrists and laying him flat and spread out on a wooden table. However, in his body, there seems to be large chunks of his flesh missing and there are metallic cauldrons coming out of the man and glasswork that's running through his body and it looks like his blood is being drawn out of his body and is going through these different containers filled with alchemical mixtures and then being filtered back into his body what the fuck is this shit there's blood all over this chamber in fact, you see that uh, against the walls of the chamber, there are uh, shackles all around the chamber, and there are some skeletons, but Why? mostly... Why do these mad scientists never clean up their skeletons? They kill these people, they just leave their torture victim skeletons there to rot? I mean, what happened between when it died and when it became a skeleton? It was disgusting. This place would have smelled terrible. I mean, why? Just, just no. <laughs> this guy's going to have to die, if, for hygiene purposes, if, if nothing else. All right, OSHA SWAT team here. Let's do this. <clears throat> okay, from the, where I'm at right now, can I reach that glasswork? I mean, climb down the stairs a little bit. Yeah, it's a big, complicated like loop. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, can I can I reach that cold that like glass ball bulb there? Yeah, for sure. With with a with a weapon, can I hit it? Yeah. I'm gonna attack. I'm gonna try to break the glasswork. All right. Ooh, that's cool. Either it's gonna stop this guy from turning into some mutant that's gonna kill us or something, or <laughs> at least stop whatever he's doing to this guy. I mean, it might it might kill him. I don't know. I'm sorry if it does, but um, I guess I just roll. Get a 13 to hit the glass. Oh, yeah, and it's easily done. I don't even know if you necessarily need to roll to hit it. I deal the glass five damage. Okay. Okay. You shatter that particular glass container because you're hitting it with what your your battle axe? battle axe yeah 
um, you shatter that container, and this blue, green, and red liquid hits the floor, and it starts sizzling on the stone beneath the glass where you cracked it. But as soon as you do that, the moans of the man that were there, it start turning into this, like, big and through the broken glass all of the blood that was going through this loop suddenly all rushes to the opening and it starts pouring out of the open tubes and starts coalescing and forming and like bubbling together and after some uh, disgusting red undulation and I'm gonna share a picture with the party. No, don't. Oh my god. Nothing. Not that is not what I was going not what I was going for there. That is a congealed mass of oozy blood that is now a monster. And it has a mouth and two little tentacles like the brain from the fucking old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles com- uh, cartoon. Krang. Krang. Krang, yeah. It also has nostrils or eyes, I'm not sure. Yeah, could be either. <laughs> and <laughs> simply because you don't know, it makes it even worse. That is terrifying. I hate it. I hate it. I'm yes. now really, really upset that I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a poor decision. So yeah, yeah, that's what that's what uh, comes out. I was just trying to put the poor guy out of his misery. I figured, like... Oh, he was in so much misery. This is worse than me killing the fire leopard. Like, I feel like this is going to happen anyways. I just don't know if I accelerated this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like you did. Anyways, and, uh... Yeah, you accelerated it. I was hoping maybe I could, like, stop something crazy from happening by surprising him and destroying this, but nope. Fuck was, <laughs> was it going to control the guy's body, and when we kill the guy, it comes out of his body? Well, I'll, I'll give you some of that stuff later. I'll tell you, I'll actually tell you what this thing is made out of and like what experiment. They go into detail of what this experiment was. I don't know if I want to know. I want to tell. Really should have healed before doing this, I guess. I, I still might just close the door. I might as well now tell. <laughs> I'm going to tell now because I want I want to. So this this man has actually had all of the different shackles along the edge of this room contain different humanoids and the sculptor here is his name extracted blood from all of those humanoid creatures mixed it with different alchemical concoctions and pumped other humanoid creatures blood through this man and he created this like blood alchemical reagent loop through this Conco- through this, I don't know, it's not a concoction, this this apparatus that he's got this thing, this guy strapped into. This guy must have had, like, O-neg blood that you could take, like, blood from anybody <laughs> and not have it rejected. <laughs> <laughs> this poor bastard had the most terrible thing happen to him. He had other people's blood pumped into him. I turn around and go, Help! <laughs> you are in that room all by yourself. Alright, Varnak, that was your turn, right? That... <laughs> That was his turn. He is regretting it, but that was his turn. Plum. I like how you're already saying his turn. You're distancing yourself from, from Varnak. That's going to take me a bit, but I want to get up into the room. That's going to take me two move actions to get up into the room. I'm standing at the top of the steps, 
uh, just inside the door of this room. And uh, since I only have one action left, I will use my focus spell, because that's only one action, which is elemental toss. So I'll make a, uh, a spell attack against the giant blood ooze. I will get a 19 to hit it. A 19 does hit the ooze. So he gets smacked by a ball of water. Straight up 1d8 damage. I roll a 1. That is one bludgeoning damage. One point of damage to the blood ooze. I like how you you guessed its name. It's a blood ooze. Well, yeah. It's pretty obvious. It has two defining characteristics. One, it's an ooze. Two, it's made of blood. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Masterful. Absolutely. The the, the oozes are generally fairly um, obviously named. Gelatinous cube. One, gelatinous. Two, a cube. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I never thought of it that way. All the oozes are really obviously named. (laughs) Three. Not not the black pudding ooze, though. The black pudding is a little confusing. The black pudding one's a little bit weird. Then after Plum, it is Vorn's turn. Vorn is going to uh, step up to the door. Close the door. Run like hell. No, I'm not, I'm not really going to do that. Um, fuck, we should do that. Oh, that's, that's... Say, Swanee's next wanna... character just walks up, kills Vorn, and walks away. <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> I really don't want to fight this thing. That's disgusting. I'm going to stay back here. I'm going to fire off a uh, electric arc, and uh, I'm going to use reach spell. to reach hit both of them. Yeah, since I'm a ways away. I'm still going to feeling that both. Daru has no clue what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could see it through the door. And and, and you did hear Varnak yell for help. Oh, I kind of know what's going on, but I'm not expecting to see what I'm going to see. <laughs> <It's fucking> <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, lads. I need some help. Um, Vorn, I need reflex saves from my guys, right? Correct, yeah. Okay, Blood Ooze gets an 8. Sculptor gets a 26. Saves an 18. That's not a critical failure with the the 8, right? It'd have to be a 7. That is a critical failure. It is. That is 10 below. Sweet. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so go ahead and roll damage on that then. The Blood Ooze will take double damage from it. So five damage to the one that didn't make the save. Doesn't he half it if he succeeds? Yeah. So half damage. So three. And then I just rolled two through four and seven. That'd be plus eight. So 15. 15 against the blood ooze? Yeah. When I create failed. Okay. Big arc of electricity runs right in between the sculptor's head and the blood ooze. Blood ooze seems to take the brunt of it. It is the sculptor's turn. The sculptor is going to do a couple of things. He's gonna. Uh, he's got a bandolier with a bunch of different vials on. He pulls out a flask and throws it all in one smooth motion. David. Yes. I'm looking for a moderate alchemist's fire. Uh, you gain a plus one item bonus to attack rolls, and the bomb deals 2d8 fire damage and two persistent fire damage and two fire splash damage. He throws that at Plum. What a bastard. So he's beyond his first range increment, so he's going to get a minus two on this. He's going to throw a bomb at Plum, and he's going to get a 26 to hit. Not a critical hit. Ah. Well, that's probably really good, though. 
Yeah, thank goodness for that uh, adjustment for distance. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to take 10 points of fire damage, two persistent fire, and Roxy's going to take two f- fire splash. What a dick. Okay. <laughs> With his second action, he will draw another bomb. This one is a moderate frost vial. Uh, looks like it's really the exact same, except it's frost. Yeah. Oh, but it doesn't do persistent damage. It reduces your movement by 10 feet instead. Okay, this one he's going to throw at Varnak. Does a 14 hit? Uh, no, 14 does not hit. Okay. Then with his third action, he moves around to the other side of the table and ends his turn. So he's going to, the, the blood ooze is going to kind of slurp across the ground. Over towards Plum. All of a sudden, it starts like wriggling. And these like waves start pulsing off of him. Plum, Varnak are both going to need to give me a fortitude save. Well, Plum gets a nine. Varnak gets an 18. I've got a feeling both of those are fails. They both fail. One of them critically fails. Um, okay, so this this ability is called Siphon Vitality. The blood ooze draws forth blood from nearby creatures, forcing their flesh to break open and blood to spill out, which replenishes the blood ooze. Each living creature within 15 feet takes 3d6 slashing damage. And the blood ooze regains an amount of hit points equal to half the damage Siphon Vitality dealt to the single creature that took the most damage, which is easily going to be Plum. Bye, Plum. Well, don't you have to roll the 3d6 damage for individually for each of them then, I would think? Yeah. Well, I 3d6 on me, 66 on me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. So this 3d6 is for Varnak. Varnak takes nine points of damage. And here is for Plum. Plum takes... Oh! Jesus Christ. Oh my god. 30 points of damage on 66. I rolled four sixes. You know, the thing is, though, it doesn't even matter. It kind of doesn't, no. I I feel like if this was 1E, you would be dead. Yeah, that'd be outright death. Yeah, you probably would be outright dead in 1E. Yep. Now you, so, start, now you just jump straight to two wounds. <laughs> yeah, I am dying too with two persistent damage. So, uh, oh, so that's going to go real well. Do have persistent damage. And the blood ooze gets healed 15. The blood ooze gets healed. Of the no damage he had taken. He took he, 18 damage. Oh. So he's almost back to full. That's awesome. He pretty much. Then after the blood ooze ravages Plum and Varnak, mostly Plum, it is Daru's turn. Alright, I'm gonna go right here. Smack my friend with a lay on hands. Thanks, friend. And farts. Just thinking of what I want to do. I guess I will throw a star knife at this blood. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you heal me for? Six? Yeah. We're sure gonna see what happens. Alright. They're gonna miss. Nine is going to miss. And I'll be done. All right. Then after Daru, we go back to the top of the order. Round three. It is Varnak's turn. Varnak's hurting. 
Um, so I'm going to use my first action to attempt to battle medicine myself. Okay. Uh, I get an 18, so I succeed. 18 does it. Um, Vorn, what is... Is that 2d8? 1d8? How much does that heal? I think it's 2d8. 2d8. It's, it's 2d8, yeah. Three. Oh, oh, Three. You oh, also have God. a lesser healing potion from last round. Yeah, I have a lesser healing potion, I see that. But it's one action to pull it out and another action to take it, right? Correct. I don't know if I can afford to give up two actions to do that. Um... I think he's going to use his second action to mark this uh, blood ooze as his hunt prey. Okay. Hunter's prey. And his third action to use twin attack on it. I roll a two. I get a ten. Battle axe swishes and misses. And then a nine for a total of 15 to hit the ooze. 15 does hit. For a total of nine damage. Nine It damage. falls! Considering it just healed itself 15, I've got a feeling probably not. (laughs) Alright. So that is my turn. I'm trying to figure, like, how exactly does a hammer, a light hammer of all things, damage a nose? I mean, if you think about it, something bludgeoning would, like, actually, like, hit the largest amount of area. Yeah, that's true. And, like, splatter it. That could be a way to look at it, yeah. You trying to get rid of our damage right now? No. (laughs) No. I'm thinking of this thing as like one giant, gross, congealing blood clot, and you're just pounding parts of that clot off. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I actually could definitely. Let's stop explaining this. Yeah, I'm not a fan. (laughs) I'm not a fan at all. Then after Varnak, it is Plum's turn. Plum. Action one, stand. Action two, move back. Action three, I activate Roxy. And as a free action, I say... Fly away, friend! Don't let this maniac turn you into something crazy once we all die! <laughs> and Roxy takes two move actions to fly out of this place. Oh, okay. Saving the parrot, that's commendable. Save Plum- yourself! <laughs> Plumstert is done. Alright, then it is Vorn. I'm so glad I brought you back to life. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking worthless, man. <laughs> See, because honestly, the thing was I needed to stand and I needed to move away. Otherwise, I was just going to die again. And that left me with one action with which I could do nothing. So that was my choice. That makes sense. Is that all the farther you can move away? It's all the farther I want to move away because I still want to be able to be in line of sight of that thing and hit it. So, I'm gonna right move. so for my first action, I'm going to move kind of in between everybody a little bit closer. And then I'll use a two-action heal to uh, heal Varnak from the distance. Varnak appreciates that, I can only imagine. That's 12. Yes, he does. And that's my three actions. That puts you in a much better position, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah, it certainly does. I was at 22 wounds, and now I'm down to 10. Now it is the sculptor's turn. He's going to take a minus four penalty on this. But he's going to move over so he can kind of, he kind of has Vorn and Plum through the door that he's going to attempt to throw a bomb at. And he's going to throw his moderate alchemist fire. And again, this is at a minus four. He's throwing it at Vorn. Gets a 27 to hit. Fuck you. Okay. Is that a critical? No. No, it's not. Okay, good. It's a good thing he didn't target Plum. So Vorn you are going to take five points of fire damage. I don't want to. You're going to. And then you will be taking two persistent fire damage on your turn when it comes up. 
and Plum, you are going to take two splash damage. Got it. Then he's going to do it again. Except for this time, since he's doing his second attack, this one's going to be at a minus nine. Getting cocky. Nine to hit Vorn is going to miss. And that is the sculptor's turn. Now it is the blood ooze's turn. And he Stop. is going to... Blood ooze. He's going to use one of those tentacles that uh, David was describing earlier. He's going to use one to smack Varnak with. I will immediately react with Glimpse of Redemption. Okay. The ooze wants to feed on... I don't you see you ever taking the option not to do Barnack's damage. blood. <laughs> Unless for some reason it's like a creature that's like under control or something. Under control, maybe. It's the only or, thing I can think where like, it'd be like, oh, fine, I won't attack. An NPC that maybe is a little different. I feel, uh, like, I feel like there would be a time, but I just don't, I don't think the blood ooze would not want to hit Varnak, is I all agree. I'm saying. It looks like a little fucked up monster. He is super fucked up. He's going to get an 18 to hit. An 18 misses. Just barely. Then. Okay, I guess, sorry, I guess I didn't do that because it, yeah, the triggers actually take damage, so. Oh, he takes damage. Yeah. Got it. Got that's, it. That's weird. So, I have to take damage and then he has the decision to not attack? How does that work? Trigger an enemy damages your ally and both of you are within 15 feet of each other. It must be one of those you roll to hit and then you make the decision after the to hit but before damage is dealt. Because the to hit means that there's going to be damage. Yeah. The time to declare that would be for sure after the roll was successful I would think. It's fine that you do it before Spencer. I don't, I don't mind that at all. Well I mean this saves him from actually using it then so he still has a reaction. Sure. What does he do next? Well, with his second and third action, the surface on his oozy body is going to start wiggling and womp, womp, womp. He's going to do that thing he did last turn, which is the blood siphon, which means Varnak, Daru, and the sculptor, actually, will need to make fortitude saves. At least it's going to hit its master thingy creator as well. Varnak gets a 27. Nice. So, Farnak and the Sculptor save on this, so they'll take half damage. Daru fails, he'll take the full damage on this. So, full damage is 11. Daru, you'll take 11 points of damage. And then Varnak and the Sculptor will take 5 points of damage. As blood bursts through your skin and seeps into the blood ooze. I'm going to choose to trigger that and have Varnak take 4 less damage. There you go. As well, enfeebling the creature for 2 turns. For- for two until it's the end of its next turn. Enfeebled two. So I take four less? Yeah. Okay. But it heals it heals some more? It heals itself some more. This one isn't quite as drastic, but it still heals a decent amount. Alright, then after the blood ooze, it is Daru's turn. I want to heal, but then I can't even attack again. It's so dumb. Uh, I will use this healing potion to gain. Two. I'll drink the potion that I have. 2d8 plus 5 for 13. So that's an action to draw, should, an action to drink. You should try and, like, kite it out. Like, move away from it so it can't be hitting multiple people at once. Spread out. Well, with its range, though, and two melee, there's really... In order for us to attack it and kill it... Yeah, true. Dara, what do you do for your third action? I hit it with a star knife. 
Throw a star knife at it. Star knife at it. And I'll be done. How much damage do you do? Five. Because you hit it with an 18. Splorch. I mean, we hit it with a 15 earlier. It's, I feel like it's not going to be crazy for us to pull off a crit on it. Except for he's news. He's an immune to crits. After Daru, we go back to the top of the order. This is top of round four. Varnak, you're up. I feel like this is one of our longer combats. <laughs> uh, it's going to yeah, be no a kidding. lot longer yet. I'm trying to decide if we're better off killing the sculptor first. Just because this ooze is going to tank us, basically. Yeah, I'm about to fucking quick jump over this ooze. I don't, I'd have to completely switch my hunter's prey and move to him and everything. And I don't know if that's what I want to do right now. Get behind the sculptor. Get Put yourself between him and the, the bloodies. Bloodies just wants to feed. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, I feel like that's true. I really do think this ooze is going to kite us and just keep... Or just tank us if we try to keep killing it. We also don't want to split our damage too much by me going after one and everybody else going after the other guy. We'll figure it out. I think I think I think Spencer's right. I think keep the sculptor in between you and the ooze. Alright, so action one, I'm going to move to the far side of the sculptor. Action two, I will change my hunt prey to the sculptor. And then action three, I will use twin takedown. So we're going to get a big old 15 to hit on the uh, battle axe. 15 will miss on the sculptor. I will follow up with the light hammer, get a 19 to hit. Will also miss. Fuck, what alchemist has that much AC? One whose AC goes up every, That's my turn. by every level. Mm. All right, Varnak. Moves up to the sculptor to try to take care of the range threat. Plum, it is your turn. Yeah, I think I've got my plan turn planned out. I moved there, 25 feet of movement. I moved back into the room and up north a little bit. Okay. Um, and I will take aim at the. I, you know, I earlier thought I only had one third le first level spell remaining. I keep forgetting I now have four first level spells, so I do have one remaining. Okay yet and i will use it and uh i'm gonna aim it at the blood ooze and it's gonna be another uh hydraulic push hydraulic push all right and uh spell attack to hit here we go i roll a two and get a ten and miss my turn's done oh, buddy you lose your spell and that's the thing about playing a caster in this it's just like you roll i mean you, you roll one bad thing well I'm, my turn's done yeah <clears throat> There goes my spell. Yeah, well, I mean, you could be like me and just roll multiple bad rolls. All right, then after Plum, it is Vorn's turn. Uh, I'm going to do another electric arc. Wait, did my electric arc hurt him before? Yeah. Like, did it look like he took full damage? He did. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'll do that again. So reflex saves. Sculptor gets a 23. Blood Ooze gets a 21. Both save. So half of... Six. Six. So three each. At this point, it is, in fact, the sculptor's turn. He's going to do a couple of different things here. He has three actions, is, obviously. Is one of them die? No, unfortunately. One of them should die. Unfortunately. It's on one of his potions. The first thing he's going to do is he's going to use his first action to interact with his belt pouch. He pulls out what looks oh, to be. Oh no! A little, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> what looks to be a little leather pouch. 
With his second action, he unties the pouch and actually throws it at the blood ooze. Nice. When the pouch is flying through the air, it opens up and this fine powder dusts against the side of the blood ooze. And when it does that, where the powder hits the ooze, you notice that the blood on that side begins to coagulate and it starts stiffening and curdling. And the blood ooze kind of cries out. He's going to make a modified command an animal check using this bag of blood coagulant, essentially. I love it. What is that? When he does so, the blood ooze kind of turns around and looks at him. And with his third action, the sculptor moves further back into the chamber, past Varnak, away from the blood ooze. I miss Attack of, of Opportunity. I don't. I know a lot I, of people have mixed feelings on that, but I don't. I don't miss it's it just, at all. Get him. It's just so different. Yeah. It's it's really one of the biggest things that I feel like. It's like, holy shit. I, I used to be able to do this every round. Yep. Now it's like, you don't get one unless you're a fighter until like seven for most for some classes. And most, pe- most people don't get one. Yeah, most classes. And there's other reactions and stuff like that, but it's just, I'm not used to this whole... Yeah, I can just walk by someone and there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> it does make combat a little more movement fluid. 1E had this thing where the first round or two was setting into position and then it was just full attack, full attack, full attack, full attack. Yeah, I mean, you were afraid to move because of an attack's opportunity and exactly. also in order to get a full round attack off, you couldn't move. The sculptor's round is over. Now we're going to go over to the Blood Ooze. It is its turn. Goodbye, the Blood Barnett. Ooze turns back to look at the sculptor, and it just begins, like, angrily undulating. And it spends its move action. First action, it's going to move closer to the sculptor. And for its second and third action... It is going to use its special ability, Siphon Vitality, where everything within 15 feet needs to make a reflex... Oh, nope, sorry. Fortitude save, which in this case is just going to be Varnak from the party. Varnak, what'd you get? Varnak gets a 15. Okay. The Sculptor gets a 14. So you both fail. You're both going to take 3d6 slashing damage. A pretty bad roll. Seven damage total to both of you. And the blood ooze is going to pull blood from Varnak and the sculptor out of its skin and through the air into its own body. And that is the blood ooze's turn. We're now going to go and move over to Daru. So Daru is moving across the battlefield, deeper into the room. I'm going to have two movements to get to here. And... Still want to get an attack off, so I'll throw a star knife at the sculptor. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. I'll get a 14. 14 will miss. Alright, I'll be done. And after Daru's turn, we're going to go to the top of round 5. It is Varnak's turn. Varnak 
the blood ooze is right next to you. Right, well, I think 20. I'm going to move one movement action. Um, hopefully to try to keep this guy more than 15 feet away from me, but still be able to attack the sculptor. And then I will use my first action to swing at him with my battle axe. Second action, you mean? Um, yeah, sorry. My second action to swing at him with my battle axe. I will get a 20, which... Um, 20 misses. That's crazy. That's that's too much AC. And then I will use my second action... My third action, sorry, to uh, use my twin takedown. You always swing with your axe first on your twin takedown, right? Yes. It's going to be a 15. We'll miss. It's going to miss. And then finally with the hammer, it's going to be a 16. It's not great rolls. Move, swing, swing, swing. All misses. After Varnak, we're going to go over to Plum. Plum Pargeter. Well, okay. So... I really lucked out because it moved away from me. Um, I am going to honestly just stay right where I am. And I am going to cast a Ray of Frost at uh, Mr. Sculptor here. Okay. Uh, so that will be a spell attack. Are you in range eight. on that one? It's a 120-foot range. Oh, well, never mind. You absolutely are. And I level three, get an 11 to hit, and will miss. With my third action... I am going to simply raise shield, just in case. And I am done. All right. After Plum, we're going to go over to Vorn Storm. So Vorn, seeing everybody move to that far corner of the room, will enter the room and uh, see Plum in bad shape off to the right. He'll uh, step over and battle medicum for his second action. Thanks, man. All right, let's see that medicine check. Fail it. Fuck. Uh, ouch. Not a critical failure. No. And then move on to <laughs> the <laughs> other corner of the room. <laughs> third action. Then after Vorn, it is the sculptor's turn again. Looking really frazzled, he's going to frantically search in through his belt pouch with his first action, pull out another pouch that you just saw him pull out last turn. With the second action, he's going to undo the tie on it again, and he's going to throw it at the blood ooze one more time. So undoing the tie and throwing it's all part of one action? Uh, I'm just flavoring the tie. Okay. It's not actually an action, or it's not actually part of the action. That's just me flavoring that. Got it. Rolled the same thing. Did. Desna's with us! Oh, man. (laughs) So... The sculptor is going to fail his, quote, command and am- animal check again. And that that powder hits the blood ooze. And again, it starts looking really like this large, formless mass of blood. It has a, it has a, like a rudimentary face on it. And it twists in rage. And the sculptor's eyes widen. You can see it through his goggles. His eyebrows raise up, and he... Oh boy, with his third action... I take it this doesn't actually hurt the ooze? Like, it doesn't seem to like be hurting it, just pissing it off? Well, he's failing on his rolls, so he's pissing it off, but yeah, it doesn't actually hurt the ooze. With his third action, he's gonna try to flee away from the blood ooze. He's fleeing north through this chamber. 
away from his creation that he's very quickly losing control over. And that is its turn. Now it is the Blood Ooze's turn. The Blood Ooze begins to look like it's going to single out the Sculptor. The Blood Ooze spends its first action to move closer to the Sculptor. With its second and third actions, it is going to attack the Sculptor with its long tentacle-like appendages of blood. And it's going to slam against the Sculptor. First one, can 34 to hit, Goodness which gracious. is absolutely a critical hit. Oh, this is going to hurt so bad. Ooh. Holy shit. Deals the Sculptor 32 points of damage. <laughs> Get wrecked. Five of it is persistent bleed damage. God, that doesn't even kill the Sculptor? Holy shit. Honestly, this fight right now is just Tyler fighting with himself. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point, I'm I'm moving to a safe distance and waiting for this thing to kill this other guy. <laughs> Fuck. And yeah, for his third action, he's going to swing at the Sculptor again. Oh, God. Gets a 28 to hit and is going to deal the sculptor significant damage. That long blood-like appendage reaches out, swings through the air, and just cracks the sculptor right on the skull and drops him like a sack of potatoes. The sculptor is dead. Hell yeah. What Way a to go, buddy! Way to go! Alright, after the blood ooze kills its creator, it is Daru's turn. Do I notice that it, like, lost fixation on the guy? Like, is it back to us? Um, I'm gonna say you can't really tell at this point yet. Alright, um, can I do a perception check of the room? Okay. As all I've seen here is, like, so it looks like shackles across all the walls. And yep. Then Dried blood stains right below most of the shackles. Couple of skeletons in here. Um, I'm gonna move up to the sculptor, and I'm going to do a strength check or athletics check. Sorry. To do what? I'm gonna pick him up. Are you just gonna pick him up? Yep. I mean, what's your strength again? Sixteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. You have a total of four point three bulk out of your nine with no penalty, I'd say you'd be able to lift him up, but I am going to say that you are encumbered with him. Which decreases uh, my movement speed by how much? While you are encumbered, you're clumsy one and take a 10-foot penalty to all your speeds. I was kind of just th thinking to take his body for the loot and just run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were like gonna throw his body in a corner and hope the ooze just goes and like, just hacks at it forever. What was that, Plum? <laughs> Could you not hear me? No, I'm stealing your idea. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Drag right. his body up here. All the way to the far northwestern corner of the room. Yeah. Well, I'll drag it to here and stating that he's in the corner. I mean, in the space below me. Okay, that works for me. Okay. And I'm going to prop him up, like, kind of like... Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> kind of weekend, well, weekend at Bernie's at Bernie's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's like, put your hand behind him and wave it. <laughs> Like, have so, him, like, pretend to, like, grab another vial. Oh, my God. Okay, so, correct me if I'm wrong, but your intention here is to deceive the blood ooze. Yes. So, I am going to have you roll a deception check. All right. Pal, I'm really good at deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to say it's an ooze, so it's not against any, uh, 
It's not anathemas. <laughs> yeah, like, Fuck, I'm, I'm looking, hold on, I'm looking at the skill actions for... Bluff? Deception, and I'm trying to just... I, I'm gonna call this create a diversion. So, you're going to need to give me a secret deception check. I should have done it. Oh yeah, like Plum could have like picked up the fucking him. orc <laughs> and carry him across the room. Okay, I've got it. Alright, we'll see how effective that was on the Blood Ooze's turn. For right now, we're back to the top of the order. This is round six with Varnak Flameheart. It's your turn. Yeah, what do I want to do? I think, in this case, I'm kind of curious what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to delay. Delay? Yep. I feel like we haven't done a ton of delay actions. So I'm gonna I don't go know if we've done a delay yet. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and explain it. So a delay is technically a free action, and it has a trigger on it. The trigger is, is your turn begins, so you have to do a delay at the beginning of your action. Um, and it is, you wait for the right moment to act. The rest of your turn doesn't happen yet. Instead, you're removed from the initiative order. You can return to the initiative order as a free action triggered by the end of any other creature's turn and it permanently changes your initiative to the new position. You cannot use reactions until you return to the initiative order. If you delay an entire round without returning to the initiative order, the actions from the delayed turn are lost. Also, there's some bits in here about persistent damage or other negative effects that would normally occur at the end of your turn. Those would occur immediately. In this case, Varnak doesn't have any of those negative actions, so none of those occur. So Varnak has been removed from the initiative order, and if he doesn't return to his place by the end of round six, he loses his turn's actions. Which brings us down to Plum Pargeter. It is your turn, good sir. Well, I am simply going to ready action to run out of the room should the ooze move toward me. That is going to be my turn. Okay. Now, have we have we gone into ready? We've done a lot of ready actions? We've done ready. I yeah. don't know if we've really done any of those either. Never hurts the cupboard again. Ready is a basic action. It is actually a two action. It, it takes two actions to do. It's a two action action. Yes. <laughs> Uh, you prepare to use an action that will occur outside your turn. You choose a single action or free action that you can use and designate a trigger. So in this case, Plum's action is a stride, and his trigger is if the blood ooze moves towards him. If that trigger is met, you will use that chosen action, in this case a stride, as a reaction. And this is really interesting, actually. I didn't notice this before, but since your ready action creates your own reaction, that means if you do not have any reactions available this round, you would not be able to use your ready to action. Yes, okay. that is what I do. Now, that was a two-action maneuver. You technically still have one more action. It's fine. We're good. We're good. I'm just like sprinter stance, crouched, ready. Got it. Passing on the third action. After Plum Pargeter, it is Vorn Storm's turn. So, Vorn seeing Daru prop the sculptor up in the corner gave him a really fucking stupid idea. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to do it or not. 
<laughs> it could end Come really badly. Well, hold on a second. Is it in character, or is this just Ted doing something because he thinks it's funny? Both. <laughs> Sweet. That's doubly awesome. Let's do it. Varn moves over to Dario and the Sculptor, and Battle Medicine's the Sculptor. Oh shit! <laughs> it says more fighting. Yeah, but it's, it's his turn next. Oh Jesus! No, wait, his turn. Was the blood ooze first or the sculptor? Doesn't matter. Sculptor goes before the blood ooze because and the even blood if he didn't, took it out. Yeah, I was gonna say even if he wasn't already there, it would go to directly before the person that killed its turn. It's done. Holy shit! It happened. <laughs> what is the benefit of this, Vorn? I want to see if the blood ooze goes back after him. Uh, Sculptor's not even prone. He's, he's already standing. He's conscious. Well, he's sitting. He's sitting. Let's say. Yeah, he's sitting. There's no way. You weren't, I you said I draped him. him yeah, you said he propped him up against the wall. I don't think that was a standing. <laughs> nah, he's not propped up against the wall. Propped up against me, if anything. Oh, he's propped up against you? Oh, yeah, because no, I'm against the wall. He's in front of me. So you're gonna walk up to the sculptor, use battle medicine on it, and then get out of the way? Yeah. He's gonna successfully fucking control him. I hate my this druid. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. I told you it was really stupid. <laughs> Here, I'll tell you what. Uh, I I can't decide. I mean, Vorn actually has a history of this. That's true. Healing enemies in order to prolong fights because I mean he hasn't really been hit. He doesn't feel like his life is in danger. Born doesn't feel in danger. I guess the question is is yeah, I mean, does the bad guy have the same dying rules as we do? Yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering. I or was he, he already dead? See that's the interesting thing with two E. It it leaves that decision in my hands. Although I'd say I would say like, I think for me, I would normally say no. When an enemy dies, it's dead. But if there was going to be enemies that could have those kinds of rules, it would be like bosses. It'd like, be the named boss type. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Or important NPCs. Or when the characters do something really weird or crazy. Like this. Vorn rolls a 16 on his medicine check. Kind of sets a precedence to where what you choose here. It kind of does. Several hours later. All right, oh, DM, man. what's going on? Yeah. All right, Sorry. so I've made a decision. We, we bought you some time. What's the choice? I've decided <laughs> that the dice decide everything. Why not have the dice decide this as well? All right. Ooh, is it going to be like a 50-50 roll? It's going to be a 50-50 roll. I'm going to roll a d20. Do the d2. Oh, there is a d2. I can use that. You can make a d2. D2. All right, so I'm going to roll a d2. On a one, he's dead and he just cannot be revived. On a two, Vorn heals him. He goes conscious and he has seven hit points because that was Vorn's roll. Vorn succeeded his medicine check and rolled a seven on the 2d8 to heal. All right, here we go. Fuck! It's a two. Of course. <laughs> the sculptor lives. It's alive! His eyes open, he's like, what the fuck just happened to me? He's sitting on his ass in front of Daru. Daru's holding his arm up, waving it around. Does that free mean like Daru yeah, gets like a grapple attempt no on free this? action speak. What are you going to do? I convince him that I'm trying to save him. So this will be a deception. Another deception roll. <laughs> you do that no. while I run away. No, no. 
None of that now. What? I'm doing. I'm gonna react somehow. The guy just came back to life in my arms. Uh. So what? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll, I'll take it. Justify and tell me what you're doing. As he wakes up. Well, I've got him in my arms, so I'm like, okay, good, you're good, because he just got healed, and I can try to convince him that I'm trying to get him away from the scary monster. <laughs> I don't know. Not set him up in bait. <laughs> Why else would I pull you back here to this wall? Okay. All right. Taking you away from harm. I'm trying to decide if I want to take that first deception roll you made. No, make a new, make a new deception roll, but this time make it in front of the party. Aren't you a redeemer? Did he ever? Did you ever yeah, you're trying to redeem this. Yeah, I'm trying himself. to redeem yeah. this man. Oh, yeah. fuck. I'm doing my paladin duty. Maybe he's really Shoot. actually trying to do it then. Holy crap, I don't know if I'd want to do a deception check there. Because I'm not deceiving, you're right. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is the difference between Daru and Spencer. Spencer, yes. <laughs> Which we Daru have to cross that line. Redeem this man. Spencer's like, fuck him. Daru <laughs> might actually care. Okay, okay. No, no, that's, that's, that's straight up. I'm not going to take your deception roll then. Good. Because Daru's trying to save this thing. I did run away after I healed him. I'm oh, I'm fully aware. I'm, I'm across the room. <laughs> He's just going to think Daru did it. <laughs> exactly. So, he comes to, and I am going to give the Redeemer a single make an impression check on the sculptor to attempt to improve his attitude towards the party. This also comes down to one crucial thing. Does he speak common? It does. Okay. He does. He do okay, perfect. You guys did yeah. talk to him. Yeah, I had talked to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're going to be making this check against his will DC. The creature, or I should say the sculptor, is currently hostile towards the party. If you succeed, you improve the attitude of the creature by one step. Moving him from hostile to unfriendly. Let's go critical success! If you critically succeed, you increase the target's attitude towards you by two steps. Moving him from hostile to neutral. Let's see that diplomacy roll. Alright, Mr. Sculptor. You can see that this abomination you've created is... You can't even control it. So obviously, you don't want to live this way. This is against... This. You just gotta do, be better. And I need you to, need you to help us... Get rid of this evil. Just, All right. Diplomacy. Here it goes. Let's see it. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> 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 I get a twenty. Just play on the dice with a twenty-five. Oh, you, all right. That is a critical success. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what is this combat? This is maybe Fuck. the most ludicrous combat I have ever been a part of. This maybe, went from your Darwin to so die. Bad. I thought we were dead. I thought all of us were dead. And now it is absolutely ludicrous. Oh my god. <laughs> to be fair, this ooze is basically a goddamn indestructible monster, and we may all still be dead, but let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put something out there. I just took I just took five minutes to try to determine how the sculptor was gonna react. If he became unfriendly, unfriendly, it didn't even cross my fucking brain that you would have critically succeeded on this roll. The only way you could have done it was rolling a 20. Shut up. He had 14. Which you did. 20. Yeah. His will DC is a 17. I mean, I had a high opportunity to... I mean... I mean, you had a high chance of success. I mean, the critical is 
Oh, it's 10. Oh, oh so I have 19 or 20. If you roll the 19, no, nah, you, you only had a plus DC. five, man. Oh yeah, duh, yeah. You would have, you would have had to roll the 20. You needed that step up. From the 20. From the 20. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> or else you needed like a 22. <laughs> Not a D20. I can't believe that just happened. I can't believe it did either. Okay. <laughs> so uh, then that's... It's going to be the sculptor's turn. The sculptor's going to spend his first action to stand up. And he looks back at Daru. And he says, You're right. It's too dangerous. It must be destroyed. Yes. And he pulls out one of his alchemical bombs and throws it at the blood ooze. He's going to take a minus two on this because of range penalty. He's going to throw the bomb at it, and he's going to hit it. Without he's throwing... Fits. I mean, it's a gigantic blood ooze. I yeah, oozes usually have a pretty low That's AC. True. That's true. Yeah, dude, it's not hard to hit at all. Oh my god. It's him that had a ridiculous wow. AC. Yeah. What the fuck happened? I lost That's not control. happened. You've lost control. You have lost control of this combat. Desna happened. <laughs> Damn you, Desna! Or made a friend. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. Vorn, that was a gamble on your part. This and wasn't what I intended. <laughs> not in the slightest. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to do two things. And I'm going to give... I'm going to give Daru a hero point. And Thanks, I'm gonna Swanee. give Vorn a hero point. Okay. Thanks, Swanee, for reminding me of my class. <laughs> Fuck, okay, so yeah, this is his first action he stands up, his second action he throws a bomb. It's going to be a This guy knows the blood ooze. So he knows what it's good against and what he's not. We're gonna make it a moderate moderate alchemist fire. The sculptor is going to deal eleven damage to its creation. Did the medical, the combat medicine fixes bleeding. Wait, no, we decided you had to go to full for that. Okay. Well, that's at the end of the turn, right? Yeah, it is at the end of his turn. It was a lot. It was, like it was five. five. It was five, and he got seven HP, so he's gonna go down to two. It was five, yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna go down to two HP on this at the end. He's, he's gonna continue bleeding. He has another action. Does he have a heal pot in there? He does, and he's gonna pull. He's gonna pull out a uh, a vial of lesser elixir of life, but he cannot quaff the potion this turn because he is out of actions. So then that's the end of the sculptor's turn. So he takes that five and he has to make that uh, DC 15 roll. He does, which he Woo! succeeds. Nice. So he no I'm longer- I'm happy now about the fucking- Good job, sculptor. <laughs> God, the fucking dice tonight, jeez. Uh, yeah, the sculpture is neutral to you guys now, and it is the Blood Ooze's turn. The Blood Ooze is... Confused? Fuck, yeah, <laughs> what is he gonna do? I tell him he knows the error of his ways. <laughs> I try to convince him that he's my friend. <laughs> Just push that envelope, right? Unsurprisingly, the Blood Ooze has no languages spoken. So I can actually tell you no, fuck off. Yeah. So yeah, does his hatred for this guy carry over, or does he come fuck up Varnak? <laughs> I mean, he's closest to Varnak. That's that. That's actually what my confusion is right now. What I'm gonna do with the blood ooze because Varnak's the closest. The sculptor is far enough away that he's gonna have a hard time getting up there and making an attack. 
more dice rolls. One, he attacks Varnak. Two, he goes for the sculptor. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he rolls a two. He's going to go to the fucking sculptor. So one, two. His first action, he's going to move closer. Ooh. This guy's really slow. For his second action, he's going to move closer. And for his third action, he's going to close the distance. He actually cannot make it to the sculptor with enough range to be able to make an attack so he spends all three actions moving up to the sculptor and it is now daru's turn uh can i aid in potion drinking no okay i'll yeah, step I'm gonna up say no and make an attack action against this bloody mess so daru steps up to the blood ooze and daru is fucking hot what I get a natural twenty plus eight. Does a twenty hit eight critical? Um, it hits, but I'm gonna ruin your party a little bit. It can't be crit. Is immune to critical hits. Yep. Go ahead and hit it. Oh, it crit. It did it already. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it takes six off of it. Oh, it partially resisted. Oh, it did the crit. It took away the crit. Oh shit! It did actually take away the crit. Hey, Smite works. Fantasy Grounds is really smart. You're doing a good job with 2E. Way to go. That's true. And we'll tempo second attack with a 5. To and that hit. will miss. Right. Top round 7. The battlefield has changed entirely. And it is Varnak Flameheart's turn. Yeah, Varnak's going to assume that we're now trying to protect this guy and kill this thing. Uh, two actions to move up to it. Because it's just outside of my range to get there in one action. And then a third action to attack it. Interestingly, in regards to the Blood Ooze, it is immune to precision damage, but it is not immune to being flat-footed from being flanked. So Varnak is on the opposite side of the Blood Ooze as Daru and is flanking the Blood Ooze. So go ahead and make this attack, assuming the Blood Ooze is flat-footed. Okay, I get a 19 to hit. 19 does hit. And we'll do f minimum damage 5. Five damage to the blood ooze. And that is my turn. And then after Varnak, it is Plum Pargeter's turn. Alright, well, I think I'm just gonna stay right... W oh, no, you know what? I'm gonna take a stride action and move south, just right next to the door here. And uh, just still just in case, still just being cautious. And I'm gonna launch another ray of frost at this guy, at the ooze. Right. And I am going to get a, Jesus Christ, 11 to hit. That is not a hit. Well, I'm done. All right. Then after Plum, it is the fucking wild card, Vorn Storm's turn. Uh, Vorn is going to move a little bit closer, not within its reach, though. And then he is going to produce flame. Uh, get a 23 to hit. 23 hits. How much damage on that? Five. A small ball of flame flies from Vorn's fists and strikes the blood ooze, dealing five damage. After Vorn, it is the Sculptor's turn. The Sculptor is going to use his first action to complete drinking his Lesser Elixir of Life, which is going to heal himself 3d6 plus 6. Wow. Going to heal himself for 17. The Sculptor is going to use his second action to pull out his orc knuckle dagger and use his third action to attack the blood ooze with it 
We'll get a 14 to hit. That does hit. Is going to deal the blood ooze six points of damage. Alright, then after the sculptor, it is the blood ooze's turn. The blood ooze is going to do two things. With its first action, it is going to attack the sculptor with one of its long, bloody tentacle arms. It's going to get a 24 to hit, which hits. Going to deal the sculptor 19 <laughs> damage and is going to knock the sculptor unconscious. No better this time. I'm not going to remove him from the field, but he is at zero hit points. Dying one. With the blood oozes second and third actions, he is going to use his special ability that siphon life or siphon vitality and he is going to draw forth the blood from his enemies. So I'm going to need a fortitude save from Daru, Varnak, and the sculptor is going to need to give a fortitude save as well. I'm going to use Glimpse of Redemption on Varnak. So Daru saves against the effect. Varnak gets a 10. He's going to fail on this. Actually, Varnak, you're going to critically fail on this. Oh, Varnak. Son of a bitch. Uh, uh. Okay. The sculptor survives. Varnak dies. The sculptor is now played by Swanee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll the 3d6 slashing damage. Varnak, you're going to take double of what I roll. Minus four. Roll bad, roll bad, roll bad, roll bad. No fucking <laughs> way! <laughs> Varnak takes... <laughs> Four I roll four, four <laughs> on 3d6. Oh wow. my god. Wow. Which means you just take four damage anyways. Which means he takes nothing. Well, no, I, well, I double it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You and then it. I take four less, so. Guys. Unless you're sure you don't want to roll those other 3d6s. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I made the call before I rolled it, and I rolled the two and then two ones. How did this happen? I almost used a hero point. I'm glad I didn't right now. <laughs> it's fate, Tyler. It's fate. Seriously. We have to save Plaguestone. You couldn't kill us. Plaguestone must be saved. For some reason. Before it fucking, falls. Born still doesn't Desna. understand this. Why are we here? It's Desna's fault. I'm going to be honest. I now worship Desma IR. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, the sculptor's going to take damage here as well. Because he failed. Uh, so he goes wounded too. He's dying too. Oh yeah, dying too. Sorry. And then the blood ooze is going to heal two hit points. Yay! Alright, then after the blood ooze's turn, it is now Daru. Jesus. I just got a third oh 20. <laughs> Daru just rolled a 20 again. <laughs> you, oh, you, Daru's going to attack him? It is Daru's turn. Daru goes to attack the ooze and rolls oh his third God. 20 for the night. Jesus, man. And then you miss on the second one again. This thing's AC is garbage. It is. Wait, David, you were missing on the ones? <laughs> by with... Yeah, right. <laughs> I missed by one with an 11. All right, yes. well, I deal 11 damage on the third hit and 12 damage on the first hit. Daru swings three times at the blood ooze, connects with the first, misses with the second, and connects with the third. And yes, dealing a total of 23 damage between the two hits. That was a big round for you, Daru. All right, then we're back to the top of the order here. Round eight, and it is Varnak's turn. 
Barnack will start with declaring this guy my hunter's prey, and then I will do my second attack, my second action with a single battle axe attack. We'll get a 21 to hit. Which hits? We'll deal him nine damage. Okay. Or with my third action, I will do twin takedown. Oh, I'll get a 10 to hit with the battle axe. It misses. And then we will follow up with the uh, six. Oh my gosh. This guy's like the easiest thing to hit, and I can't hit him. (laughs) Welcome to my world. All right, after Varnak swings and misses, it is now Plum's turn. Ray I did hit him once. <laughs> you did, you did. It's about all I got is Ray of Frost right now. I am out of all level one spells, and let's just do it. All my cantrips deal the same amount of damage, so go with this one. I get a 22 to hit. Hey. You hit! I do hit, so that's going to deal 1d4 plus 4 damage. I roll 7 damage. Seven damage against the blood ooze. Plummy got one action. What do you do? Um, I, you know, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Then after Plum, it is Vorn's turn. Vorn, seeing his new acquaintance go down, um, <laughs> and everyone else pretty hurt, he's going to burn his last heal. You are. Three actions. Ooh, nice. Every, everyone should be within 30 feet, including the blood ooze. So technically, I'm healing the blood ooze. Now. You are going to be healing the blood ooze and the sculptor. Yeah. All right. Let's see that D8. Is it just a regular D8 still? It's just a single D8. And I got a two. Everyone gets two. Solid. Well, that's going to bring the sculptor back to life. And the blood ooze also heals for that two. Okay. Um... Man, it is the sculptor's turn. He is going to stand with his first action, interact with his belt pouch to pull out another lesser elixir of life with his second action, and with his third action, he is going to quaff the elixir of life, and he is going to heal himself 13. Going to heal back 13. Shit rolls. Pussy, I thought you were going to kill it. Seriously, I can't fucking roll for shit tonight. Yeah, that is that is well below average. After the sculptor heals himself up a little bit, it is the blood ooze's turn. Honestly, healing him right there might have killed him. Because he's wounded too right now, right? Yep. Yeah. Honestly, oh no, that take out the like... roleplay that I have to redeem him. Yeah, that sounds like the <laughs> that sounds like best case scenario to be honest. Let's best let's, case scenario let's for let you guys. Guy yeah, exactly. I, mean, I was trying to think, is is there any reason why the blood ooze wouldn't continue his attack on the sculptor literally not i mean how intelligent is the blood ooze how pissed is he that he keeps killing this guy and the guy keeps coming back it's it's not well you know it's a good question i don't think it's intelligent at all i was to say is it even smart enough to get mad like that fuck no it's got a <laughs> negative five on its intelligence isn't that zero? zero yeah it's a zero yeah straight straight up zero, zero intelligence it's a tree i guess it could be one technically yeah, I could have one intelligence. It's almost the yeah, idea. Okay. You, you roll a D3 here and... <laughs> I got something. I got something. I, I know what I'm going to do. All right, so with the, the Blood Ooze's first action, it is going to attack the Sculptor again with his uh, long pseudopod arms and rolls a 20 and he misses. Well, rolls a 5. Gets a modified 20. <laughs> sorry, modified sorry, sorry. Modified 20 and he misses. Well, You're going to swing at him again. Ooh, he's really pissed off at this guy. Ooh, this time he's going to get a 29 to hit. Sculptor's dead. It's not a crit, though. It's not a crit. It's getting an 18 damage. So now he's dying three. Now the Sculptor is dying three. 
with the blood oozes, third action, a tendril of the blood ooze starts, like, comes out and slithers towards the sculptor, and then it digs itself into one of the sculptor's wounds, and you see the blood ooze start to enter the body of the sculptor and you see the sculptor's blood pour out of its eye sockets out of its ears out of all of the orifices of the of the sculptor we're gonna kill the sculptor and he is now residing inside of the sculptor's body so this medium creature is no longer here it's just a sculptor yeah i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna remove the blood ooze from the field because it is now occupying the body of the sculptor. the body of the sculptor, and it is now Daru's turn. Daru's freaked the fuck out and <laughs> attacks the sculptor. Kill it! 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 I mean, is there some sort of check we need to know that that's what happened? Like, like I mean, obviously the blood like came pouring out, but so I basically I... this this ability it it seeps into the wounds of a creature displacing its natural blood. And it can do that in one action? With one action. Jesus. It says seep. Seep sounds slow. <laughs> oh, it's more of like a... <laughs> Tidal wave. Yeah, it, it quickly pours itself into the gaping wounds of the sculptor, completely displacing its blood. So the sculptor's blood is lying in a pool around it and you can see the actual body of the sculptor is like undulating and we're burning this place does it seem like because the sculptor was to my view dead is he like moving now the like, sculptor it has control of him yeah no it doesn't like have control the sculptor's body isn't like animating from this it seems like the blood ooze is residing in the sculptor's body like hiding in it you could say that. See, I don't know what, I, like, yep. I mean, I basically just saved this guy. Do I think I could still save him? Or is this looking pretty... The That's what I was saying. Is he, like, done. watched <laughs> all, right, all, all right. of this guy? No. Like a medicine check to know... All right, he's laying to the ground. I take and... an action to hammer swing his... You are gonna, you are gonna hammer the, the corpse. Yeah, okay. I mean, he was already dead, and now it definitely looks like he's more dead. Yeah, so I have yeah, no yeah absolutely. Go ahead and That's just... Just like, do it, please. <laughs> I, I had you roll 320s, just keep doing it. Is it is, is my AC against it now, or like how are you playing this? No, you're still rolling against the Blood Ooze's oh, AC, but a okay. 26 hits either way. Okay. Yeah. I'm just Seven gonna... damage to the Sculptor's body. Natural one on the next attack, and a four on the last attack. Okay. <laughs> Desna! She doesn't want me to do this! <laughs> I just, I just imagine Daru like frantically slamming his hammer, <laughs> and he just misses a couple of swings because he's so anxious to pound the blood. Oh man! All right, we are technically still in initiative. Varnak, it's your turn. I mean, if I see like any sign, I mean, if it's like in his body, and I think that's absolutely disgusting. I know it was still alive, so I'm gonna just gonna do whatever I can to kill it. You're going to attack the sculptor's body gonna, as well? I'm going to attack the sculptor's body as well. Alright. Now I guess my question is, is I mean, my hunt prey, if I'm still attacking the 
ooze. Is it my unfray still, still apply? Okay. Yep, it will still apply. So I'll take one action to move. Second action is going to be to attack it with my battle axe. Get a 24 to hit. Okay, that's going to hit. And we will deal him seven damage. Okay. And I'm just going to keep going because I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Second attack, we will get a 21 to hit. That hits as well. And we'll deal max deeps 12 damage to it. Okay. And then we'll bring the light hammer down. Kind of like trying to crush its face, but uh, only get a 10 to hit with that ten, one. 10 will miss. And that one's right. my turn. Uh, giving you a flanking I mean, I guess technically it's flat-footed. Yeah, technically it is flat-footed, which means you would have gotten a 10. Its AC is two less than usual. Yeah, that third that third attack would have actually hit. Heck yeah. So I like bring the hammer down, trying to just like crush his face, so like something, <laughs> and I'll deal with five damage. <laughs> okay, I just want to go over the scene here real quick. The blood ooze seeps into or dives almost into the sculptor's body, completely displacing the sculptor's blood in just a giant pool around that body. And Varnak and Daru are like, ew, gross. And they walk up to it and just start smacking it on the ground. They start <laughs> smacking that body over and over again. And a few really solid hits on this body. And all of a sudden, out of the mouth of the sculptor, the blood ooze fountains up out and becomes this large bubble. Oh my god. Form. It vomits it vomits blood. Oh god. And then it, it, it kind of it, it goes into the air and it becomes this big ball of blood that comes out of the sculptor and it just pops and blood spatters all over Daru and Varnak's front. You're literally covered in blood. The blood ooze is dead. Thanks for joining us here at the MinMax Podcast. We want to encourage you to follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, at MinMaxed. That's M-N-M-A-X-E-D, as always. Many of the sounds you hear in the MinMax Podcast are provided by Sirenscape. Check them out at Sirenscape.com. Join us again next week as we continue our adventures into the Fall of Plaguestone and Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Until then, we hope you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.